0: Welcome back to the latest episode of The Table with Nisha Nicole
1: and Christopher Dallas.
0: And here at The Table, we have discussions about life, love, dating, and sex. And we do so in a way that's fun and uplifting and not with all the division and dissent that we often see in here online.
1: I like fun and uplifting. Funnel Lifting is good.
0: (laughs) It is good.
1: Yeah. Nisha, Nicole, and I have been friends for about uh, 20 years, and we wanted to bring you guys inside of our friendship because we've each individually been through every aspect and element inside the realm of sex, love, and dating, meaning married life, single life, and divorced. And with that background being stated, let's set up the show for today. 30 minutes into the show, we'll bring up our show topic of the day, which is strip clubs. Do a dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. (laughs) Buzz topic, which is about 15 minutes into the show, is about the breakup of Steve Harvey's daughter and Michael B. Jordan. We'll get into that. Nisha Nicole, you're going to lead the way on that, but we start off every single podcast episode with the Monday Morning Report. Nisha Nicole, what do you have for us today?
0: I have got very, very little. What? (laughs) Because I'm not on any dating apps right now um sunday night i did go to like a sports bar to get some dinner just just to be in public you know okay. on the social scene i didn't want to go to a club or a bar and i didn't meet a guy there we exchanged numbers you
1: and... rolling at these bars you are rolling <laughs> but... roll with and play Everybody say.
0: But the thing is, is that really a good place to meet somebody? I don't know.
1: Who cares? Who cares what's a good place (laughs) to be able to meet somebody? Meeting somebody is meeting somebody. Meeting somebody online, meeting somebody in the grocery store, meeting somebody at the bar, strip club, who cares?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So um, so yeah, I exchanged numbers with this guy. We spoke once since then, but that's about the extent of my Monday morning report well, right how now. How did it but, even
1: start? How does it start? People want to know, how do you just walk into a bar to pick up some food? And next thing you know, you're exchanging phone numbers. How does that get started? So
0: I, I didn't just pick up food. You know, I, I don't mind sitting at a bar or a restaurant alone.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I was I'm, sitting there.
0: Alone, he was with his friend at the bar. I was actually sitting at a table, and I don't know if he noticed when I got my check or what, but he went outside right before I left. I mean, it was really not a lot of people in that bar that night. So yeah. as I left, you know, he said, "Have a good night." And then eventually, he approached me and said, "Hey, you know, I noticed you earlier. I didn't know if if you were meeting someone, so I didn't say anything inside." So, you know, he I guess he kind of planned to be outside when I came outside and then I like it that it's from there. So. so yeah, that's how that got started.
1: I like it. OK, well, we'll see where that goes. That's something to keep track of. And yeah, that's a Monday morning report. Absolutely.
0: OK. Yeah. Over
1: the weekend, phone numbers exchanged. Boom.
0: Yes, just you know, normal single, single life stuff, you know. I am living a single, single. <laughs> we have I, one it, episode without you singing, please.
1: No, what <laughs> I gotta sing. So uh, is that your full reporting? What extent me to...
0: of it? I mean, yeah. I guess it's notable that he's ten years younger than me.
1: Oh, that is notable. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was just gonna try to swoop right past that one,
1: right. I did you know that when he was talking to you that he was younger than you
0: um we we talked about age so i i didn't know how old he was but then we talked about age so yeah and then we figured that out and i i'm okay dating a little younger because you know these these older guys are you know whoa i don't know Oh, I don't know.
1: You finish that statement. These older guys are <laughs> dot dot dot. Finish that statement.
0: they they seem they seem to be just as confused as the younger guys. So that's why not? Because
1: people are confused. Why not Men, just date somebody young, younger? Old white black people are confused.
0: I, I possibly don't have to worry about with ED issues or something.
1: <laughs> okay. So that's a that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. That just said that's just what says said erectile dysfunction issues guys not uh, being able to get it up keep it up
0: that, that happens let's let's face it it is when you date oh well when i date older men that's something that's in the back of my mind like what if i really like him and then he's having issues so hey,
1: you're you're land lying, lying when you know i broke my 26 month streak i was just happy that it worked it still works <laughs> <laughs>
0: it works right. I'm so excited. hip hip hooray yeah. it works right. okay
1: I don't take and, that for granted anymore,
0: and uh, and I feel like for my age, I do have a more youthful spirit. So if I'm dating someone older, and they don't have that, like the last guy I went out with, he was he was fifty. He was like ten years older than me, eleven years older than me. He's because he's he's fifty six, <laughs> and he said some comment about tiktok he was like isn't that for babies and
1: I'm like okay sir no
0: it's not uh, for this, babies. yeah so mm-hmm. yeah so i mean
1: this way to your geritol supply sir yes sir
0: well, you know you know what alia said age ain't nothing but a number so
1: okay all right all right <laughs> well we'll definitely have to keep track of that because that is yeah. uh Definitely. Does that make you a cougar? Is that a cool is that is that are we when you're the where where does it come of
0: I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't consider myself a cougar. Okay. Maybe a mountain lioness wow. not, <laughs> not a cougar. <laughs> and I'm not actively seeking younger men. Okay,
1: so. that's true. That's true. That's true. You're not actively doing that. You're right. I'm not you're
0: on right. the prowl.
1: Right. Prowl. Okay.
0: Okay. So. Okay.
1: My Monday morning report, did you had anything you wanted to add to that?
0: Mm-mm, I'm ready to hear hear about you.
1: So my Monday morning report isn't anything specific about anybody that I've gone out with or anything. But I gotta admit that post uh, that whole situation with being on the app itself, all of the dates that I went on, the end of the twenty six month streak, and all mm-hmm. the rest of that stuff, you know, now that I got Facebook dating and bumble on my phone, I gotta admit I sneak. Every once in a while, I feel like I'm sneaking because I told myself, I'm not going to get on there anymore. And then, you know, next thing you know, I'm on there doing some swiping. And I got a feeling that maybe I can change my whole mantra from this whole year. This is my Monday morning report. Okay. A couple of women that I came across, I'd be like, I don't know if I really want to I don't know if I want to invest the time right now with everything else going on in my life with some new dating situation, but if they lived up the street and I don't mean just like up the street, but if they lived close by and they wanted to, you know I mean? To stop by every once in a while, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And I still swipe to the left to say no, because I was like, Sigh. I just don't know if I would still want to be able to go through the process of setting that up, but something up the street that I wouldn't mind going over the house every once in a while. I wasn't, on that line before, but being on these apps now has me thinking about that.
0: So, what I hear you saying is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> therapy talk, right? Right. Um, is that if someone that you would be okay with a casual sexual partner?
1: Yeah, which I hadn't been before because that had gotten me into so much trouble. But, I, you know, ah, damn it, I, there's just some profiles that I really struggle to swipe left and, and, to everybody who hasn't been on swiping left means you don't want to be having any more future contact with them, but you have, you have to either swipe left or right. It's no, maybe you, you, you either go or you go yes or you go no.
0: Right.
1: And some of them, I just don't want to say no, but Mm. I do it. And so I'm trying to avoid getting on the app because I can only go so many swipes without having to find somebody to be like, Ooh, yeah, man. (laughs) That. yeah no. gotcha gotcha maybe i'm gotcha. not a mountain lion or any type of uh big cat like you were talking about before but there's a there's some sort of gorilla g-unit uh vibe <laughs> that i get when i have to go Ugh!
0: okay okay yeah. so okay well we yeah. we will definitely follow this along because yeah. how long will it take for christopher dallas to give in to temptation people
1: yeah 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 matter of fact i even know that i can toggle off of relationship seeking on bumble and get into casual which it's like i want this is what we talked about last week pious the madonna and the whore. i want a woman who says she wants a relationship so that i can have casual sex with her because the one who says that she just wants casual sex then i'm like is everybody hitting it not just me damn it Which oh my god i don't want you know we just <laughs> talked about this but I, you know, i'm stuck right there.
0: I know. I know i know had a whole yeah. show
1: about it yeah
0: Okay. It's yeah, and this is, and this leads back to the conundrum that women face. Yeah. Are you honest and say, "Hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. This is what I want." Mm -hmm. And do you have to spell it out? And even if you spell it out, that doesn't mean that he'll believe you. If you just say, "I'm just looking for one, one good partner to satisfy me," right? That doesn't necessarily mean that you that you as the man is going to believe that.
1: I think I can if I have a good conversation with somebody it's it's maybe it's not the believability of it true 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 but all all we're talking about here is me but but my hesitation would be that if you put it out there are you sure that I guess my only hesitation would be yeah making sure that it would just be me which I'm, I'm even thinking that's too much to ask you know like come on, you really just want to have sex with just me? What if I'm not available as much as you want?
0: Exactly. It's just like last week when we talked about my wanting to touch base with someone on a daily basis and you're like, what? If we're casually dating, I only want to talk to you two to four times a week.
1: That was my, that was my assessment. Yes.
0: Yes. So I, I think that's the same thing where, you know, if you know that you're not willing to and you you can't just you can't put parameters around it. Basically, yeah, yeah,
1: no, you're right, you're right, For right, casual, you're right. for something casual, right, 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 right. So all of that to say, my Monday morning report was a change in my attitude a little bit just by sneaking onto that app and being able to see. <clears throat> don't really want to swipe off of her. Want to be able to swipe <laughs> onto her. Want to want to be on her. In her. <laughs> so
0: Swiper.
1: Right, Swiper.
0: <laughs> oh my it. God.
1: So. That's my Monday morning reporter, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got. For story today. developing. Developing so, <laughs> story.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So this week's buzz, yes. I mean, literally before we even press record, yes. all that was on my Facebook timeline, Every uh, it seems like every other post or every third post was some post about Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan breaking up. Oh, so the news broke over the weekend that the two, which I mean, everybody loves an attractive couple. I mean, come on, we and they were. We don't love
1: unattractive couples. What are we? What are we selective here? That's so I, shallow. We we need to it love is, unattractive it couples is as shallow, well. Shallow,
0: but who aren't selective unattractive couple that people talk about.
1: Uh, I don't know the manager of, of the Dairy Queen you and his wife they if they were knowing you right cuz I don't know any couples I didn't even know this couple until you <laughs> sent me the information <laughs> now, about it. That's a good it. point too. Right.
0: That is a good point too. Right. So but they're a very attractive couple and and Lori Harvey for whatever reason has created a lot of buzz ever since she hit I guess in her 20s. Okay. So um, the most salacious news that that surrounded her was the fact that she was supposedly dating um, Diddy at one point. But here's the thing when it comes to celebrities. If you see a person s- a photograph with someone and it looks casual, people automatically assume they're dating, which I don't like. So right. anyway, that's, that's off topic, but I just want to give you some background information as to why this has been such a big deal because people break okay. up all the time.
1: So help me out. Tell me some big picture things here that can help our audience understand exactly where you wanted this to be able to resonate with other people who aren't necessarily celebrity gossip Right,
0: gorgeous. Right. So so why is this so heavy on my timeline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because number one, she's 25. She's gorgeous. She's a socialite. She, her, okay. her stepdad is, is Steve Harvey, so she comes from money. Right.
1: Steve Harvey.
0: Um, he's ten years older than her. So there's Steve that. is only
1: ten years older than his wife than his daughter. No, no, no. Michael B. Jordan. Sorry. Michael I'll just make B. a joke. Sorry. <laughs> That's oh, all bad
0: jokes. I would say dad jokes, but you don't have a kid. Right. But my
1: bad.
0: <laughs> so anyway, he's thirty five, she's twenty-five, you know, they they he was one of the only guys that she actually posted on her page because like when she was dating other guys she only would post them maybe in in her story or whatnot. so they posted these cute videos like I think Uh for Valentine's Day he might have rented out an aquarium one time for her.
1: Rented out the aquarium.
0: Yes so like big gesture type things and people of course being that she was um, a future alumni (laughs) <laughs> haven't dated future people are oh, like future. yes okay this is the guy she deserves he's going to treat her like a lady so the rumor is which
1: you said future alumni i was thinking what college of uh, uh, did she about to graduate from <laughs> right. that she's going to be an alumnus uh gotcha no. all no. right
0: <laughs> the rapper future you know my back who has a, a really bad rap so
1: a really bad is- rap you're making the jokes here <laughs>
0: He's actually a good rapper, but but his yeah. his reputation with the ladies is not so great. I got you. Anyway, he's like the postal child for fuck boys. But, you know, anyhow. So they broke up, and the story is now most of the mainstream media headline, headlines that I've seen or stories I saw just say that they, they broke up and they were both brokenhearted. But then some of the smaller blogs are – saying that he proposed to her and she turned him down and that's why they broke up so i don't know if that part is true or if that if someone just decided to add a little flavor to the story to make it more okay. spicy
1: but that would be something that, that the big picture audience could be able to relate to um, right you know where do you go when you propose to somebody and they say no you go home
0: right and, so and cry it- so what so basically the buzz that I've seen online is a mixture of, well, he should have known better. He's 30, she's 25, she's for the street, she's too young. She look at her past. She just wants to date. She just wants to to be a it girl and be on the scene. And then the other The other side of it is no, you know, it's good for a woman to say no, if she if she's not ready, she should she should say that and I and I totally agree with that not just a woman but a man too. if you're not ready marriage is such a huge commitment, you should say no, or at least not right now.
1: But if, if 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 I have a girlfriend, I've discussed this with her. I got a pretty good idea of what she's gonna say. I'm not just out of nowhere, surprise, marriage. And
0: that's why, and that's why I'm I'm like, I don't know if I believe that part of the story. That they okay. that it was a failed proposal. I don't know that. And yeah. the thing that I have an issue with, and and you and I always talk about the nuance of stories is we see the photos, we've seen the beautiful. Um. Well, you have it—the Instagram post and all of that—and people think that they know these people just by what they see. Oh, he's such a great boyfriend or whatever. And I don't know if he is or if if he isn't.
1: Right, right, right.
0: He may just be a photo op. But people, I've seen no one discuss. Well, maybe they just weren't a good fit.
1: No, maybe that that would be that would be way too much depth that you're asking people it, to have. It
0: is. It is because. Uh, like so I saw one guy posted. He was like, you can't get more high value than Michael B. Jordan. Oh, high turn value. him down. And I'm Kevin like. Samuels function. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, just because a man is a high earner and he seems like the good guy, that does not make you compatible. No, not at all. He could be a great guy. You can have fun with him. But then you realize that when you have an argument, his argument style or her argument style doesn't fit
1: or communication. Talk. Yeah, absolutely. You it can be an ass so and, and we can never go by what we see on social media. I, I mean, you know, I don't talk about my marriage much, but a lot of people finding out that I got a divorce, but like, but you guys look so happy in your pictures. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, you say smile for the camera and when some we're in some location like Thailand, Jamaica, Puerto Rico or something like that, it looks like it's fantastic, but it isn't. And that's what a lot of people go off of, whether it's celebrities or not exactly. Photos you see on social media equals reality.
0: Exactly. And, um, one of and what leading up to my divorce, like even when I was just unhappy in my marriage, I stopped posting a lot because I'm yeah. I, I didn't want to create that facade and I didn't want people to think that their opinion was okay. Because I feel like sometimes when you post and you put certain things out there in social media, people think that think that, that entitles them to an opinion about your life. So that's that's one of the reasons why I'm very selective about what I share on social media about my life. Um, Celebrities, they don't really have that, that necessity to be able to do that all the time. Absolutely. But the reason but I just thought, thought that this was just an interesting topic just because, and it was a buzz just because, like I said, I just, I've seen so many posts. I don't know why it took till Tuesday, when they broke up over the weekend for people to just start going crazy on on social media about it. But
1: I don't know. I I, I don't know. I thank you for enlightening me on this. And I thank you for bringing it to a bigger picture because you know, celebrity gossip for me can be so difficult. It feels grimy. It feels like I need a shower, like with the Kardashians afterwards. (laughs) Um, But I do like it when we're able to bring it to a bigger picture that everybody, whether they follow celebrity gossip or not, can relate to. And definitely the story of what we see online isn't always real. And definitely the story of if you propose, where do you go from there? Whether or not that happened with them or not, that is still a big thing. You know, the the communication leading up to a proposal needs to be solid. You need to know that that's what's going to happen. And that's the direction you want to go with your relationship. Both people need to be ready for that.
0: Yes. Yes. And another thing for everyone to remember um, personally is that social media typically is another person's highlight reel. Boom. It is not the, the down and dirty. It's not the real deal. So. So that's that's one thing I think. I think <laughs> Except for get. some people who
1: post all the time about how woeful their life is <laughs> because they want some pity party or something like that. Of course, you well, got people, the over-sharers, of the Right, all the people, all the people sh- that are always posting that. I'm in the hospital, I broke my ankle, I broke my my hip, I broke my lip. When they you dip, we dip, lip. we dip. <laughs> you are just all the wrong yeah. with the
0: dad jokes today. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> with the uncle jokes. That's
1: my fault. That's my fault. <laughs>
0: uncle christopher yeah. but anywho, let's move right along i think that was enough on that all right um in my guilty pleasure which is celebrity gossip and it's all okay that.
1: we are a podcast on sex love and dating and so if that buzz topic up is appropriate then we bring it on so yeah no no apologies needed are you bring ready for on. are you ready for today's uh show topic
0: bound to go wow wow awesome yeah. awesome
1: awesome awesome <laughs> awesome so first things first, I have a question for you, Nisha Nicole. I'm ready.
0: What's on the, the topic? On the topic. Okay.
1: Okay. Have you ever been to a strip club where women pay to see men naked seven days a week? Not just on a, it's a bingo night on Tuesdays or it's uh, turns into something else on, uh, on Friday nights. Every single day of the week, <laughs> men strip, women pay. Have you ever been to one?
0: So, yes, (laughs) you have, I have. So there used to be a place in Atlanta called guys and dolls. And one side of the club was women and Mm. the other side was men. And that was the draw. I don't know if they're still in existence. I think they did change the name at one point in time, but yes. So I have been there.
1: Okay, but it, I would need this business that I'm talking about hypothetically to be solely based off of women paying to see men naked. Okay, not, but that's Not dividing the club in half.
0: But it's still a strip club where women, with that you said where, where men are there and you can go see them every day of the week. And that is what that was.
1: Well, I enhanced it because you so came up with add, an example that I hadn't thought of before. Okay, my point but, is that, my point is that, <laughs>
0: It's rare. It's it's rare.
1: No, my point is this, just the opposite. It is so common that the opposite situation is in every small town, medium-sized town, and definitely big cities across all of Western society, women are naked, men pay to be able to go see it. And that the opposite, we can only come up with a co-mingled environment to be able to say that maybe this pulls off and maybe it wasn't even in existence for too long because you're not sure if it's still there. And if that's the only thing that we can come up with, then my point is that strip clubs have been such a part of our society for so long and have so much to be able to say about them. But the main thing is that you can open a business by getting women to take off their clothes for men anywhere. South, North, East, West, Canada, Europe, mm-hmm. South America, anywhere. That's true. Right.
0: But don't, don't sneeze at the mail review business model. Not, no, 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 no. I'm then, just
1: saying would you go into that business? Would you open it? Would you bank on the fact that you can pay, that you can make a business and make some profit off of women paying to see men naked?
0: Hell yeah! Have it you would. seen the documentaries on HBO with these? I I forgot it. It's been so long since I've seen them. But okay. that business model is is a good one because you don't own a business, you don't own, the, own a building. You have these con- these guys you contract and you go around to other people's businesses, so your overhead is a lot lower. You don't have to get a liquor get license that. and all I'm that I'm talking stuff. about the liquor I- license.
1: I'm talking about the main building. I'm talking about the same way that we have strip clubs. I know right. what you're saying. I'm yeah. just,
0: I'm just, I'm just kind of being cheeky right now, okay. but okay. you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I just, I just want to let let you know there is a market for the men. It's not the same it's not the same um what's what's the word i'm looking for it, it is not the same draw as the women of course it's more a of a novelty
1: there's a fervor that guys have we always yeah. want to be able to see women naked
0: yeah.
1: strange so, women they don't even always have to be in shape
0: <laughs> true <laughs> i guess
1: you know um while you're giggling like that it, it reminds me of a story when I say they don't always have to be in shape they don't always don't have to be fantastic um you ever been to New Orleans for Mardi Gras
0: I have been once and that was enough all mm-hmm. no,
1: right Mardi Gras is crazy but you know the French quarter has Mardi Gras every single day whether it's Mardi Gras or Essence Fest or anything else there's always women's shirts going up for beads breasts mm-hmm. being exposed for beads mm-hmm. every single day in New Orleans it's happening right now on while we're recording this podcast right okay so, the group of guys, the, the little gatherings of guys that happen every time some woman up on a balcony is about to show her boobs, the, the little gathering, whether it's five, 10, 15 guys, is it, always cracks me up. Like guys are so excited to see any woman's breast doesn't matter if they're big small if she's in shape if she's cute or not she's gonna show us her boobs oh my god and the, you know the the gatherings always crack me up and and that's what the business model is based off of that guys love to see random women naked and the opposite isn't always true that just cracked me up when you were giggling about it like man you just have no idea how much I, I guess what I'm trying to emphasize is that okay women may underestimate just how much guys love to see women naked.
0: I I would probably agree with that. Yeah. Cuz it is it's still I don't get it and I think a lot of women don't get it. <laughs> right, I mean, right. you get it, you get that it's interesting, it's appealing, but I just don't get the fact that you will so willingly part with your hard-earned money for it. Right. And there's no, so so no goal or gift at the end. If I can say, the gift is
1: we just see the women naked.
0: Okay, yeah. So
1: outside of that, any any personal experiences you have with a strip club besides going to, uh, you know, the his and hers ones, where half the club was divided in half? Anything else you have in your personal history?
0: I mean, I've gone to a few clubs, and there was a time. A brief time when I thought that that would be that I could earn some extra money that way
1: What? Nisha <laughs> Nicole the stripper do tell
0: it definitely would have been these to call the stripper I don't know what my stripper name would have been I can't remember did you have one I I'm sure I did because I danced for one day one okay. day and I was like you know what mm-hmm I can't do this. I, I was I this went, last
1: week, or were you in college? Or
0: I was in college. Okay, and I was in a. You know, I I went to college in a college town. Okay, so it's really no escaping it. It's not like Atlanta, where if I live in downtown and I go out to Norcross to dance, the Nobody chances of a of a lot of people seeing me. I mean, somebody still might come in, but sure. this is a small college town, so. Chances are someone eventually would have seen me. I think I went like on a Wednesday night or something and did like a trial thing. And I just, mm -mm. I was like, yeah, I have to figure out another way to make money because this is not for me.
1: Mm. What was it making not for you?
0: Well, the not the like I said, the one thing was just the how small the town was. The other thing was. That feeling where I, where you're purposely putting yourself in a position to be objectified.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the part I I just, I didn't like that part either. Mm-hmm. And I have two really good friends that, that did it for a long time.
1: So. Okay.
0: Yeah. So how do uh, they
1: deal with that? How do they deal with that? that creepy feeling what's the feeling when guys are looking at you objectifying you
0: so i i would have to ask them that because i can't speak for them but but what i can speak on is their personalities and both of these women are like hustlers and when i say hustler i don't mean that in a tense in the sense of scammers i mean like they have a goal they're gonna make, they're gonna meet that goal. And I think that they do that both of them did a really good job of compartmentalizing mm-hmm. okay, this is this part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, so one of one of my friends, she um, she worked in sales before. So I, I liken it to sales. And even when we talked about it, she was like, you know, it's a lot of pretty girls in the club, but just because you're pretty doesn't mean that you make money. She's mm-hmm. like, you really have to know how to talk to the guys and essentially finesse them to make them feel you have to basically sell them the fantasy
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and so she was saying a lot of girls would come in there and they're frustrated because you know they probably heard all their life girl you sexy you, you know you could make yeah. money dancing but they failed to tell them you you got to sell the drink too Yeah. oh so, so yeah and then the other friend is just she I mean, she probably could have been a, a damn kingpin drug dealer she wanted to. But she just <laughs> she just is that hard. She, she
1: could just, have been a madam for right. uh you know, <laughs> like some your other friend. lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Previous but. episode, r- rewind one one week back and, and listen to all the details. Right, the madam, right. Madonna and the whore. Please continue.
0: Right, oh. right. So uh, did I answer your question?
1: It did. And and I want to drill down a little bit more on the mentality and and just because you can set up a business where guys pay to see women naked doesn't mean all the women in there are making money so we as guys we're walking in a shop. Right. Right, yeah hey, we're going to see some titties we're going to see some ass we're going to see some women shaking for us or whatever but the women who are really getting our attention aren't like you said just the pretty ones even though we're shallow we're thinking pretty it's the ones who are hustling us making us feel welcome feel nurtured if you will yeah making what, us feel what... A certain type of way that they are in it for us. They're, they're friendly with us. Hey, what do you guys doing? Yes,
0: like that. You they're selling the fantasy. Like if, right. if it's a guy, you walk down the street and normally beautiful women are not fawning over you. Then those women who who are making the most money are the ones that are selling that experience. Who making right. you? Who make you feel like? I'm not just here to get your money, but hey, big daddy, you know, right. um, I love your cologne or I can tell you, whatever right. they say right. to them.
1: Right. And, and that I love how you said that, that men who are not used to attractive women fawning all over them can be then susceptible to, or feel it a different experience when they go inside of a strip club. Um, And women can work that to their advantage. And, And that is the number one thing, you talked about your personal experience. That's the number one thing that I could never separate myself from. I always saw them hustling me I always felt that way I'm not going in there with a bad attitude or anything like that but I would never see somebody just walking up to me one of the strippers walking up to me like hey big daddy you seem like you seem like you're here for the money lady I can get a woman just like you (laughs) outside this strip club in the bar down the street in the club down the street and I'm not mad at strip clubs but I have never been feeling aroused or intrigued by any stripper on any night
0: well because of that reason Yeah, because the difference is you can go to the regular bar, right? And it was not uncommon for you in Christopher Christopher Dallas heydays to leave a regular bar with a woman. And like I said earlier, there's no gift at the end. Oh, Christopher Dallas was gonna get the gift at the end and a bonus gift.
1: That's right, and the bonus gift. (laughs) This is already a woman still back in my place, still on my couch. But right, so. That I you know, so the, it,
0: I can understand why the allure wasn't there for you. That's right. that's the point that I'm trying to make because, and there are men who are very attractive, but they still don't have that experience that you have because maybe they're shy, maybe they don't know how to True. talk to women and be able to to pick women up or things like that. So.
1: Nisha oh. Nicole, the hustler that you talked about your friend is or the mentality that they have, I still feel that. I don't care how subtle they are with it. I don't care how smooth they are with it. I understand that this is a business. I understand that these are transactions. And I understand that no matter how smooth you come up to me or, or compliment me, that is just, you're just after the money. I never could fully drop that. Whatever it is for the rest of the guys who are able to then get into the fantasy that is there, that is created by strip clubs. And it is more than just women taking their clothes off as we can get out of the business model, get out of the shallow model. They there is some fantasy level that a lot of guys are able to tap into that for whatever reason, and I can go with a four or five, my good guy friends, for whatever reason, everybody else is having a great time enjoying themselves. And I'm sort of like counting down the minutes that we leave. I can look at a couple of strippers. I can tip that one over there. I could be like, oh, she got a fat. Oh, wow. That was a nice move that she did. But I'm never intrigued. And I'm always ready to go. Anytime anybody says you you guys ready to go. Yeah, let's go. Oh yeah, let's go. Especially if there's another bar down the street that's open that I could be able to get to. I want some real women. These women in here just for my money. I feel it.
0: So here's what I, I'm going to diagnose you. There we go. I think that the problem with you is because I suffer from the same thing is um, it just being extremely logical
1: okay i I, okay. I
0: cannot shut my logical brain off sometimes so much so that okay. some movies are difficult for me to enjoy because i'm too logical i think one of the reasons why you and i have been friends so long is because we think we we have very similar thinking patterns and I you thought because are... you
1: pay me on a regular basis no go ahead
0: yeah okay <laughs> but you you are a very logical person so it's hard for you to kind of just loosen up and and give into the fantasy, so to speak. And right. we talked about this when we talked about traveling abroad, um, for the, um, the sex tourism and yes, going to, yes. to Thailand. And you were, you had the same issue there as well, because you, you're too, I just feel like you're too logical to get caught up in the fantasy. Whereas someone, most guys are just in the moment, whatever she's saying, what they're caught up in, mm-hmm in the whole vibe of the situation. And I think that's, the, that's your problem.
1: You know, Nisha Nicola, I appreciate that. Um, but there's something else that resonates with me. A lot of that resonates with what you're saying to be too logical, but there's something else that resonates with me. And you mentioned being in a college town, you mentioned you know, possibly running into people that you know, and if you if you were in a bigger city, that may not be that different, but growing up in a big city and growing up in the inner city, I also felt street game. Like i th- there's too many hustlers and drug dealers and people running numbers and guns on the streets that mm-hmm. I feel like I always saw the strip club as part of game as part of people trying to get over and right. and I'll, and I'll share one more thing with you from um from my undergrad experience. I was actually dating a woman for a little bit. We were cool, even though I knew she was wild as shit. Um, we were cool, we were hanging out on our own, and she decided <laughs> opposite of you to strip at the strip club right off campus like six blocks from campus she's stripping at that strip club I went with her to her audition uh, okay. hung out there all the time and the story that I want to be able to share is that one particular evening after her watching her do her whole shift I got to know all the rest of the strippers very very small strip club couldn't be any more than four or five strippers at any time working that particular strip club small holding the wall spot but after their shift one evening we went out to Pancake House, Waffle House, whatever it was, and I listened to those five or six strippers bitch about all the rest of the guys that they had been with the whole rest of the evening. Oh, this guy, you know, with the, oh, the one with the green hat, I hate him. And, and listening to how smooth they are in person, like, girl, I got him for all his money how smooth they were in person with these guys and how much they detest them when they're eating pancakes later on at Mm -hmm. five in the morning, made me all reemphasize to me that this is all a show. This is all just game. They are gaming you in the same way that everybody else is gaming you on the street. So I always saw it as a hustle and maybe my logical brain would be able to Still see it that way if I grew up in the suburbs, but I did not grow up in the suburbs. I did not right. grow up in small town America. I grew up in a big city with a whole lot of drugs being moved on my block, on my street, helicopters looking for the drug dealers above my house. And I could never differentiate the game that these women are running from the Johns that are in there perpetuating by handing over their paychecks.
0: Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So, you know, like the old people say, you, were, you grew up with your head on a swivel. Just yeah, making yeah. sure you're you're paying attention to all the games, so yeah. you're not being a sucker. Basically, I get that. Even a lot of other men who grew up in the same environment that you yeah, did. Yeah, I agree with
1: that. I agree with that. When, when it comes the strip club having a good time.
0: When it comes to the pre come when it comes to
1: the pre <laughs> Drop the mic. You're right. You're that's absolutely difference. right. I, I can think of guys that grew up around the corner, and down the street and around the block, same environment as as me. They start talking about strip clubs. They're getting excited about going. Boom. So yeah. I, it, it's it got to be something more so inside my brain than anything else. Um, yeah. You're right. That's yeah. 100% so, correct. So that's,
0: that's, you know, I, I guess you're you're too logical. You know how to cut that pre cum brain off. I guess. cut the pre cum brain off, <laughs> especially when you know you're not gonna come. So
1: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And I'm not. There's n- not, I'm not, right.
0: <laughs> there's so, a whole lot of going and not a lot of coming. Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you
1: you you you're rolling with this, man. You're rolling with this. So getting back to the bigger picture, off of our personal issues. I do think, now that I've had the chance to think about the whole thing in, in retrospect, strip clubs aren't nearly as popular in, in, in big cities. I know Atlanta has a lot of strip clubs, but mm-hmm. downtown of bigger cities used to have peep shows and magazine racks and movies and, and all kinds of places that made cities seem a lot more seedy. And I think a lot of that is going away. Now, part of that is the internet probably has taken care of that, as you don't need to go to a strip club to see women naked, because you can see them right. on your phone, you right. can see them on your laptop, right? the porn right. industry is completely going um, into the internet but i also think that strip clubs for a long time probably perpetuated the double standards by the double standard of you know women being objectified by sending a message that women are such objects that you guys need to pay to see them naked and i think in the future all of that may go away, even some of the stuff we're seeing online. But again, uh, if I can if I can channel Steve, uh, if I can channel Kevin Samuels, it would be to say, not Steve Harvey, Kevin Samuels, to say, don't ever, right now, in 2022, underestimate the the fervor that guys will have to be able to see women naked, whether we're paying for it or not. We want to see you naked at all times. Don't underestimate that.
0: Well, I think as long as that exists that um what that that natural just um what's that raw desire is there yeah and as long as women will need money and can't think of other ways to get it yeah that's that's going to be an industry
1: i agree but you had something when you said uh, when I was talking about the future that maybe it'll go away. Well, you that's mean, what, and that's
0: uh, that's the point that I make it. I don't think it'll go away as long as men have that desire, and as long as women will need money, it's gonna be there. Hmm. Maybe not as popular, maybe not as as prevalent, but it will be there.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I can I can agree with that. Hmm. Last time you've been in a strip club?
0: Oh, it's been over a decade. A no.
1: decade.
0: No, has it? Oh, let me think. Okay, probably maybe seven years because of a, a while back, some co-workers wanted to go out, and that and that was one of the stops. No, no, no.
1: no. Uh-oh. Last
0: summer. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> that was a visceral reaction to you remembering that. What happened last summer? I know what you did last summer.
0: Bachelorette party. We stopped by strokers, but it was so brief. It it was really. I felt like we were on a. You know how they do the Hollywood tours, and you just stop somewhere and take a couple of pictures. That's how yeah. I felt. So it didn't <laughs> really feel like we went to the strip club.
1: You ran in. You ran out. Grand opening. Yeah, grand yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's that's why that was so easily forgotten. But yeah, last summer.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, that's way more recent than I have. Um. With the pandemic and cashless societies. I can't think of the last time I got some cash and went inside of inside of a strip club. Um, I was in Charlotte last summer and thought about going into one because it was near my hotel. Charlotte has quite a few strip clubs as a matter of fact, but didn't end up going in there. And honestly, I think I'd have to go back to when I was then dating my now ex-wife. We went into a few in the Baltimore area. Okay. Um, and that might have been 2015. Huh. Okay. As <laughs> to so the last time I've been in a strip club. If anybody out there is in any of our listeners have any time recently where they could say Christopher Dallas was in a strip club, mean like, yo, man, you forgot about, please let me know. Drop us an email because I can't think of the last time other than 2015 that I was inside of a real live strip club.
0: 2015. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but you've already explained that that's not your thing, so... I wouldn't expect you. I wouldn't expect more from, from you.
1: Right, right, right. I, I, me, I still appreciate it though. So
0: let me ask you this. Please do. Do you have some guy friends who seem to be addicted to the strip club? Woo! Cause I've met some of these guys. I absolutely like have that. a
1: friend of a friend. I know the guy is mm-hmm. not my direct friend, but I know exactly who they're talking about when we <laughs> when. This guy just is weekly, if not twice a week, sometimes three times a week, but at the very least weekly up in the strip club. And I know it is his only way of being able to see attractive women naked. But still, it seems to be an overindulgence on his part that I honestly do not get.
0: Uh, You said two, three times a week,
1: at least weekly, sometimes two, three times a week. He he's he's at wow. least going four times a month as many as 12 times a month wow yeah, yeah and I, they're taking him for his money they're taking his paycheck
0: oh yeah because he's a regular they they know yeah. they know the his limits or whatnot and yes. i'm sure he has his favorites
1: that, yes
0: that has always been baffling to me
1: oh to me as well
0: It it. Over the years, I've met maybe a couple, or knew of some guys that were like that, and it's always just like, and and these other guys are like, yeah, you know, they brag about how they're friends with the, with the ladies and things like that, and it's just like, okay, so is that supposed to like give you brownie points? I I don't understand that. It's and then the here's the other thing: the guys that I've known that were personally like that will spend. Jobs and money in a strip club, but then when when if a if a woman asks them to take them to a certain <laughs> restaurant or right, want,
1: they're not doing all that. these women
0: want is money and right. and I just never understood that because you might actually have a chance at with having a, right. sex with the woman that you right. take to the restaurant or even a relationship, but you can't see that that's a potential investment of your time and money versus going to the strip club where these women are probably calling you a trick behind your back. Correct. I, I That's the part I just never got.
1: You know, I, I wouldn't even be able to really give it an honest guess, but I, I'll ex- extrapolate for the sake of us being on this podcast that I know a lot of guys would say, well, at least I know what I'm getting into with the strippers. I know that there is... is I'm giving them cash and they're treating me like a star. And maybe they are talking about me behind my back, but into my face, they treat me like a star. I'm getting titties in my face. I'm getting somebody in my lap. Uh, I'm getting smiles and, and maybe even a little back rub or something like that, a shoulder rub, it's anything. I'm getting some type of affection. Whereas some other woman that I'm taking out on a date, I'm just paying money and I don't know what the hell she's going to give me. She could give me an attitude and i just be on my way. So I think that is, however- misguided that is i think that is some of the logic if you will behind why some guys will pay money to strippers but be cheap
0: and i I think i think that part of it is they feel like they know what they're getting right in that case not getting (laughs) right but but it the dating is a wild card you don't know what's going to happen unless you know Unless you missed a charismatic and, you know, all the... And even then, you still don't know what you're going to get. You
1: don't. You don't. It's, just you don't. Been,
0: it's It's always just been baffling to me.
1: I mean, but sometimes it gets to be an addiction just like anything else. Just like gambling. Just True. like heroin. Just, just anything could be an, and, a, an addiction.
0: Especially if you're dealing with someone who has self-esteem issues Boom. or are they they are socially in awkward uh, uh socially awkward and they just don't know how to have conversations with women. So these women are going to start the conversation, hold the conversation because they want your your money.
1: You know, they're okay with that. Now that you say that, that sounds a lot like what some of the guys I saw in Brazil who don't do well here in the United States, Los Estados Unidos, but they do really well down in Brazil where the women are coming on to them and they're, you know, sex for cash and so forth. They're socially awkward guys that are down in Brazil scoring with attractive gorgeous women, I should say um that don't know what to do here in the United States that ding 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 you hit on something right there right
0: yeah it's um I just you know I I can only imagine how that feels to to be in a position where you know you're escaping from your real life in real life it's, it's a lot of work for me to talk to a woman uh it's a it's a lot of work for me to kind of let my guard down but you go in this environment yes I have to part with my money but I'm also I also feel seen that's another thing that's big it's not feeling seen in real life so you go in here you feel seen and she'll ask you about your day she might don't give she doesn't give two right. shits about your right. day Right. she does not but but would you rather have someone ask you or, or feel ignored
1: you know, paying for somebody to ask you how your day was with a smile and their titties out is uh, not a bad thing. If you got low self-esteem, you can't get that to happen <laughs> on your own. Like, um, what was I just saying? Erase everything that I was just saying. I'm pro strip club now because that's going to be somebody's therapy.
0: Right, right. I
1: mean, I'm mostly joking, but that is therapy for some guy who doesn't have anybody asking them about their day. Attractive woman with her breast out smiles at you and says, hey, baby, how was your day?
0: And if you're a regular, then they can ask about the coworker or the boss. Oh there, yeah, or the, whatever the happened with
1: Johnny? Did you get that? Yeah. Did you get that contract?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What What would be the um the parallel for women? I wonder.
1: Oh, I have no idea. The parallel for women who's um who, got low self esteem, feel,
0: who feels invisible in real life. Yeah, who doesn't feel feel seen and and being
1: comfortable being in somebody's rotation, maybe.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I'll ask about your day. I'm, I'm sleeping with you and her and her and her. But I'll ask about your day and how it was and everything else and listen to your stories about what's going on and your ex-boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and you know, fuck you I, to death, but you know, I guess you're, you're not right. getting anything it's, else out of it.
0: Or the women who end up like a couple of our guests in relationships with married men.
1: Boom. That's even that's a better one.
0: So my somewhat like that was back in the day if I if I had low self-esteem or not, not if I just wasn't feeling attractive. Okay. One of the things that me and my friends would do would go to the gay club. Okay. And here's why. Cuz when a gay man compliments you, you know, he is fully <laughs> really that's a real compliment cuz he don't want shit from me
1: girl, you are working at, I mean, what, what, what's the compliment that a gay guy gives you to make yes, you feel great?
0: Like, That's exactly what you just said. Oh my God, honey, you are just
1: gorgeous.
0: Oh, you uh, working that dress or whatever. And like the other day I was in Costco and I asked one of the workers where something was and he said, first, your hair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. He was like,
0: you are working that hair. And wow. I was like, thank you. Like, yes thank you you know so it's it's that compliment that comes with no strings attached so it that always to me has more value than a compliment when when you don't know if the guy's just trying to trying to hit on you or whatever which those are nice too but yeah it's a pure compliment where like if, if a child compliments you if a child calls you
1: right you, somebody with no agenda
0: exactly so yeah. So that's that was my own that that's the thing the one thing I can somewhat liken it to.
1: That is amazing, and I would have never thought about that. And I don't think that I'm going to head to a lesbian club to be able to tell somebody to have somebody say, "Oh, your biceps are just bulging!" Oh my god. I don't know if right. that's going to happen. Yeah, you
0: can just go to a strip club. For that
1: so. hey, go ahead, go to the strip club. That, that's they'll take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> where's my mask let me get to myself to the strip club i just need cash i don't have any cash
0: you you probably could go with bitcoin you got a bitcoin card or something It it just you can't make it rain bitcoin though
1: you cannot make it rain bitcoin you cannot (laughs) make it rain cash app (laughs) cannot you got to get cash
0: anyway we yeah we we are definitely in the in the uncle and auntie section of, of
1: we, are, we are we are we are we are but we got down I with own the strip it club. i own it We I, got down with the strip club we did good on that
0: i'm the fine ass auntie so i'm i own That's that one.
1: okay all right
0: okay. okay so table time table time i like it so what are you bringing to the table this week christopher mm-hmm. dallas
1: well, it's not anything directly related to strip clubs, and it's definitely not anything related to Michael B. Jordan or any relatives of <laughs> Steve Harvey. Right. That's something else that I wanted to be able to discuss on what I'm bringing to the table, and I want to bring the, to a future relationship, what we bring to the table is something outside of the, oh, I can cook and clean, and oh, I got a good, I got money or something like that. We wanted to bring something intrinsic, something different, something unique to the table, what mm-hmm. we bring bringing to the table, and that today is for the energy of touch. Let me explain. One of my love languages is uh, physical affection. That's one of my top love languages. And I think that I can bring energy of touch, meaning even a slight touch, a light touch, it can convey energy, it can convey love uh, to a person. And I don't mean just like a pat on the ass. I mean, just like a light, gentle touch on the arm, the back, the neck, the anything else. It. Right, I think that love can be extended that way if you mean it, if you are absolutely living in that moment, even if it's just for a couple of seconds, you can pass love through your hand, through your elbow, through your arm, just like an electrical circuit. circuit. So the energy of touch is what I'm bringing this week to the table.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I like it. I like Like, it. And I totally agree with with what you mean, because that's one of my top love languages too. So touch is extremely important. Extremely. So my, are you done?
1: I'm done. Yes. Thank you for asking
0: so my my tabletop <laughs> topic is I, I wanted to keep it on 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 par with with the topic of the day. The strip. Okay. So I would like like I'm bringing a sense of fantasy to the table. OK, so I'm open in my in my relationship to doing things that that are outside of the norm of our relationship, spicing it up being being your fantasy chick so you don't have to go to the strip club to to create that sense of fantasy. Let's role gotcha. play. Let's do something. Let's 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 sex like sexy texts throughout the yeah. day. You yeah. know, just anything to to add that sense of flavor and I'm you know, and I think that sometimes relationships they they're going to fall into a pattern.
1: Yeah. That's
0: just life sometimes we have to break out of those patterns and do something a little different. So that's what yeah. I'm bringing to the table this week.
1: Awesome. You know, you can come up with a stripper name for yourself. And that one you never did give yourself a <laughs> phone back in the day, come up with a new stripper name and then call yourself that throughout the day. Um, as you said, texting back and forth, that'll, that'll work wonders.
0: Yeah. That'll yeah. Do yeah. As well, uh ex of mine, we did that and I had a name and all of that.
1: Okay. All right.
0: It <laughs> was fun time
1: but Fun anyway times. okay tell the people where they can find us
0: you can find us you can uh, find us on spotify and and apple Podcasts. we're at the table with nisha nicole and christopher dallas share us with your friends also you can contact us at ask the at gmail.com we would love to get some feedback. There was a while when you guys were actually sending us letters and, and emails and well, emails, not letters. I mean, I'm dating letters, myself,
1: yeah, they're letters, but
0: um, in email form. All okay. right. <laughs> so we would love to hear from you guys, and as always, thank you for listening. And thank you,
1: thank we're you, thank,
0: out. thank
1: you. Out. Have a great week.
0: All right.